Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard, and Carrie and I are so excited to have you today. We are going to talk about all kinds of fun because we're going to talk about celebrating. We're going to talk about celebrating days, not holy days, not necessarily days that you have off. So in other words, not necessarily federal holidays, but just days that are fun. And and we're also not talking about things that can get, we're not talking about birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, not those. We're talking about totally non-secular, there's religious implication, there is no family status application. <laughs> yeah, when you start looking at the calendar, it's amazing how many days can be awkward to plan around or plan for related to your program. Even though one of the ones that I wanted to talk about today is 4th of July, part of the reason I like talking about 4th of July is because I think it's a really fun day from an art standpoint. It can be, can be, an interesting day to do specific kinds or some kinds of history projects. And I I say that just because you have to know uh, your parents. You may have to kind of think through how old the kids are because sometimes you'll get teachers who are very passionate about American independence and it can on a dime kind of change its topic and you can find yourself in a political nightmare, which is not what this podcast is about. So. No, it's about, you know, people coming together and saying that they thought something wrong and saying I'm not going to be part of wrong thing. I think that's the age appropriate version of I uh, love that anybody yeah. under the age six okay so I think again you need to write this down <laughs> but I think that would be great a great something that people can download as a resource for various holidays holy days federally all those things as far as what is a the most descriptive you would refer to it in a program if you just have preschool and unders and what you might say to your school agers okay so okay then let's say right now hang on <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and set let's go ahead and make a freebie available so you go to colorfulclipboard.com slash holidays and there'll be a freebie there okay? okay i can do that i can make that <laughs> All right, make sure you send me that link so I can make it happen. In the meantime, let's talk a little bit about, like I said, so 4th of July is one of my favorite, and I do realize that it kind of breaks my rule as far as federal holiday, but I do love the fact that it's very easy to encourage the kids to wear red, white, and blue, right? So even though you're probably closed on 4th of July, or if you're not, it's a good opportunity to be closed, it doesn't mean that you can't celebrate that day or that feeling the whole month. So if you are doing summer camps and you are only closed on that day, that whole week can be about, you know, even learning how to make fireworks and age-appropriate fireworks, um, how to paint <laughs> fireworks, because there's all kinds of really cool ways that you can paint fireworks, and all kinds of red, white, and blue fun and food fun. I mean, what kid doesn't like American apple pie? Yeah, there are a lot of programs that aren't going to be closed. So whether you're closed or whether you're open, you can still do these activities. Yeah, but it's a federal holiday, so a lot of times programs will take that one day off, the day. Some do. Some do. So, Depends on your clientele. Yeah. So, yeah. So obviously your clientele is always key when you're thinking about how to plan. I have a lot of fun. There is a website, 
several Facebook groups, Instagram groups. They have Snapchat. So they're all on various social media. That is National Day calendars. Now, personally, because I am a paper person, I miss when I used to be able to buy these fun calendars as a flip chart. Now, maybe they still exist and I just don't go enough to calendar stores to find them. But I love being able to find unique holidays that are a lot of fun. Carrie, do you have a unique holiday that you really embrace? I I absolutely love Talk Like a Pirate Day. It happens September every year. And I think Talk Like a Pirate Day is one of those things that kids can really get behind and parents can frequently can re-embrace that childhood spirit because parents love to say, you know, the joke, what's a pit pirate's favorite letter? <laughs> so, you know, parents will get into it if you give them a little head start, you know, give them an eye patch as a thing, you know, the week before and say, don't forget to wear your eye patch on Thursday or Wednesday or whatever day it is that year. And, you know, have bandanas for the kids. There's lots of great books about pirates for kids that are, you can do historically accurate or you can do silly. There's both versions available. You know, there were women pirates, black pirates, Asian pirates who were white pirates. There were, you know, there were- Pirates did not discriminate. Yeah, you had pirates who were (laughs) differently abled. (laughs) Like, I think Talk Like a Pirate Day is enormously fun because I can be silly and I like opportunities to be silly. I love being silly, but I am going to be the, the, the director of caution. Please talk to your staff about what is appropriate female pirate probably is not appropriate to costume to wear to your program unless you're wearing actual female pirate clothes which were not wench clothes wench clothes are not appropriate yeah tell them not to not to amazon purchase this don't even go to target and buy the the one that says women pirate i love a good old-fashioned white t-shirt that's just kind of ripped up um like you said bandanas those kinds of things you can have what's really fun i think about these fun creative days is to challenge your staff to find their own favorite non-traditional holiday peanut butter and jelly day which again i recognize peanut butter and jelly day you need to know food allergies in your program and you can come up with a nut a nut butter alternative for your program that day but it's still a lot of fun yep so like on fourth of july so so when we're thinking of these special days we have to think about the best way to make them fun so and you can use them into your curriculum for the whole week and so you can use them in, as food as your artwork and put them in your centers. They can make things. They can eat things. It doesn't have to be one day. So talk like a pirate day, depending on where it falls in the week, right? Carrie, there's all kinds of things you can do leading up to it and they can just leave it there so they don't have to try to remember to bring it. I mean, costume, dramatic play, all kinds of, all kinds of things, your sensory item, all of that can be part of whether you're doing a traditional play or whether you're doing canonized okay, file week or knocked out. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I like that one. Yeah, you <laughs> You can celebrate that, Kate. I'm not joining you. Well, today was National Peach Cobbler Day, and so it was a lot of fun. My daughter and I had to go find canned peaches because we had no peaches, and we had a hard time finding canned peaches. But we found one, and we made it, and it was fun. It was yep. fun to kind of embrace spontaneously, which I don't do very often. Yeah, and, you know, there's there's hundreds of them, and they can be targeted towards your clientele. You could do it, you know, who is a famous person who was born this week? But part of what Thomas Jefferson Day is today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also 
also I just had to. <laughs> um, a way to engage your clientele and to give them a little extra something and a reason to open the email if or the, the app and smile instead of just, Ugh, what is she sending me now? Oh, yeah. They can learn songs. They can do skits and plays. They can learn a new skill, you know, you know, sword fighting, you know, age appropriately. Or maybe that's just something you do with your after school program. But I really do. So I embrace the special holidays when planning a summer programs. I always find the special days a lot of fun when planning school age programming because sometimes you still want them to learn. You want to be able to have an academic concept, but it's a lot more fun to learn about the history of pirates on National Pirate Day than it is to, you know, learn about the history of ABC. Right. I mean, a great summer one to do is Teddy Bear Picnic Day. That always comes in July. So Teddy Bear Picnic Day is a great one of those. And again, I want to remind you, part of what we're doing here is we're engaging the kids. But the other part of what we're doing is we are marketing to our parents. If every time they're checking their app because you've messaged them, it's just to tell them that they're out of this supply or they're late on this fee or they need this form or it's just the daily, you know, this is what happened today. If it's just the standard daily report, they get kind of bored with where if... Well, they stop opening Yeah, they stop opening it. I like it when my open rates are around 50%. If you've got more than 50%, you are a rock star. I just want to tell you, if more than 50% of your parents are opening the content you're sending them, you're a rock star, okay? So that brings up, a that brings another point and you can, we can touch it later, but make sure you understand how to chart and how to find out what your open rates are. Because I bet a lot of our listeners may not know, well, how do I know if they're opening on my app or where do I find that on my email and why does it matter? Yeah. So um, definitely something to think yeah. about. Yeah, and every one of your apps, whether you're using MailChimp and sending out email or whether you're using any of the 50 different <laughs> apps that you can use to send stuff out to your parents from timeout to, oh, my brain is completely short-circuiting. But, you know, there's, I want to say Mamma Mia, but that's not it. Hi, Mama. All those kinds of apps. <laughs> every one of them has a way to track the open rates. And that's what we call in business a KPI, a key performance indicator, communicating, are you actually communicating or are you just throwing things out into the void? And if you're sending them a video of all of the kids, you know, say you hung up a whole bunch of rope from the climbing structure and you're having the kids practice how to swing on a rope, which is a very important, very important pirate skill. And so the video they get is all the kids with their eye patches and their bandanas swinging on rope saying, I matey. I mean, come on. What parent is not going to think that's the cutest thing ever and want to share it with others? So speaking of parents and things that are really cute, when we start to think about I I work, uh, I was thinking I patch, but meant artwork. Okay. So when you start thinking about the artwork or things you have them take home, I am going to remind you when you are doing artwork, uh, things you might want them to take home. Uh, one of the things that I want to remind you, and it is a very simple thing, is to make sure that you have the label on the front that tells people where your kid goes to school and the email address. This should be one of those items that you have 
10,000 stickers made of, and it's just the name of your program and the website address, or, and, or it could be your social media, or it could be your phone number, but have something that is fairly simple. It does not go on the back. It goes on the front where people can see it, because if somebody puts that on their refrigerator or takes it to work and puts it on their cubicle bulletin board, you want everybody who walks by it to see exactly where that child made that fun art project or whatever the project might be. Sometimes they're not necessarily art projects. So the same with your videos. If you're going to do videos that you're going to post onto social media, before you post it at the very front, the very first thing should be a slide with the name, logo, and website address of your program. Because they're going to want to share it, make it, again, I'm going to say with videos, I'm going to be sure you need to make sure that those should have at least, <laughs> hopefully yes. that was part and, of your enrollment packet and you did a good job. <laughs> and hopefully you know even who in your program is not. So I love the programs that do make it real easy for the parents or for the staff who are taking pictures. That kid get maybe a different necklace or the kid gets a different armband or a different colored bandana uh, just because it makes it really easy to go, oh, okay, so everybody's wearing a black bandana, but I got two that are in yellow. I can't take pictures of the two in yellow. Most of the time, those kids know that they can't have their pictures taken. If the kid doesn't know that, that might be a conversation to have with uh, the adult in their life to find out maybe why they haven't told the child. Because you don't want to be the one that all of a sudden the child realizes that, you know, they're one of two people with a yellow bandana. And so they want to switch out their bandana. So we've talked about 4th of July. We've talked about National Pirate Day. We've talked about where you can find these. So Hang on. We, I want to go back to 4th of July because you didn't talk about one of your favorite projects with 4th of July, which is having them paint their 4th of July t-shirts, which ties into oh. your obsession with yes. t-shirts. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I do. And, and so I think that having a t-shirt and again, so the one beautiful thing about both National Pirate Day and Fourth of July is that you can do those shirts really, really cheap with a pile of white t-shirts. And so they can do red, white, and blue artwork. And again, depending on the age, this might be a several day project because they might have been making, if they're going to do stamps, I love stamp art for this kind of project. And so if the kids are going to make their stamps, whether it's potatoes or sponges. I was just about to say, watch out for your potatoes around Kate. She's going to make them into stamps. <laughs> <laughs> so they can do, you know, one day maybe they're making the stamps. The other thing is, you know, especially when you have infants, because obviously the infant themselves isn't necessarily going to paint on their shirt. So this might be an opportunity for you to think about, is this a time to do a really cute shirt for the parent? And have those little baby handprints into fireworks um, on an adult size shirt for the parent or for their adult human in their life. Yeah. And so again, get creative. I do, like I said, care, everybody knows I like t-shirt. This is a situation where the white t-shirts can be cheap. If you are in a place where you can do white shirts with the name of your program in the back um, and the front is clean and you can use that front for 4th of July, you can use that front for National Pirate Day because they just kind of fringe the bottom. Absolutely. 
not a bad idea. And usually that's going to be even cheaper because you're going to do even more, twice as many of that particular shirt. And you're just going to do it on a white shirt with black ink on the back. A great thing to keep in mind when you're looking at your art budget, because if it's going to cost you a dollar for a cheap white t-shirt or $2 for a shirt with your logo, go with the $2. Go with the shirt with your logo. Absolutely. And, you know, there are people who love their circuit machines. And so they'll they'll be happy to do those circuit cutouts or putting something piratey front. I'm not a circuit obsessed, but I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got a couple of those friends too. So, and, and these, like I said, these are by no means the only kind. You can definitely look at days that become week. Uh, we know that there are specialty months. So there is National Heart Month. There is, again, so some of these specialty months, it's definitely worth uh, kind of firming with parents that nobody has a problem. Not every child handles breast cancer awareness month well. Um, if they have lost a family member to that disease or have had somebody they've watched go through the treatments, that may not be a really good one. Generally, National Heart One can be done in a way that doesn't focus on heart disease, but more on heart health. So that one can be done in a way that uh, is very supportive. So when you're looking at special months and holidays, think about those health conditions. The month can also be, again, not healthy. Like, again, I looked up July while we're talking and it's National Picnic. So saying, okay, it's National Picnic. We're going to have morning snack outside on the playground month because National Picnic. Hey, can we do Yogi Bear all month? I mean, sure. If you want. <laughs> I want to do Yogi Bear and Yogi Bear picnics all month long in the month of July. Wait, so you're going to have people run in, <laughs> steal things and run away? <laughs> is that what we're yes, doing? Yes, I think that would be a lot of fun. As the director, I want everybody's lunch. I want their food. <laughs> So, but how fun would it be for having art projects where the kids learn to weave paper and make their own basket? So there are components that definitely can be a basket is something you can do at just about every age of some level. So it doesn't have to be everybody having just a, a, everybody can have a picnic basket and it can look very different depending on whether they're their age, whether they're a year old or whether they're nine, very different yes. basket, very different skill that they would be using, but it's all fine motor skills. It's actually a pre-writing skill. Weaving is a pre-writing style. Very academically relevant. Absolutely. And it's a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. You know, take some time, throw in a couple of these days. Again, by having these days, it helps with your staff morale. Uh, that's part of the reason why I try to encourage my staff to find each one of them to find one that they like. You might even want to encourage costumes and maybe there, maybe you have some room decorating contests or costume contests just with the staff. Like it doesn't become something something outside of uh, just a staff motivation. If you have the right staff, uh, depending on the age of your staff or how creative they are, they may be very stressed out by this concept. Uh, but those who have 3 million <laughs> things on Pinterest may just be so excited that you have enabled their Pinterest capabilities. Or you might have some secret artisans uh, that really like this as an opportunity to do something creative. It you may have staff who are, who are cosplayers and you had no idea and you do talk like a pirate week or you know in my program it's a week talk like a pirate week and somebody comes in dressed like sailor moon it's like what <laughs> but you know i think that's great when you have that different take on it and it and it takes everything up to the next level and it helps with job satisfaction 
recent, one of the five key indicators of job satisfaction is that you recognize them as an individual and allow them space to show their individuality. And you as a director have an opportunity to do something creative. Again, share with other directors, enjoy Pinterest and coming up with ways to recognize your staff uh, during some of those fun months, some day, fun days. Not everybody has to be caught in the act in a traditional manner. So if you feel like you did everybody's employee of the month kind of recognition and you're kind of bored with that, here's an opportunity for you as a director to do something a little different. So thanks so much for listening in and we will check y'all out next week. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.